Good morning, this is Bill and Jen's Hit Show. Don't ask us why, cause no one seems to know. Someone was dumb enough to hand us both the mic. So we go on and on about the things we like. It's the Uncommon Sense Show with Bill and Jen, starring Bill Freitas. Damn it, I have a problem. And Jennifer Torres. Wiener, wiener, wiener. Should you just shush me? It's time to make new friends and maybe share a laugh or two. So please don't take offense and start the day with a smile. Adjust your mojo now. Thank you. Mojo Five-O. Welcome to another edition of Uncommon Sense with Bill and Jen. I am Bill. And I'm Jen. Hello, Jen. Hello, Bill. How you doing? <laughs> good. That's good. Why do you say that? Do you even mean it? We are do here. Do you care how I'm doing? Of course I care how you're doing. I'll tell you. No, 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 no. It is, a, it is something that I really try. Some people I, I, some people ask how I'm doing, and I don't answer them right away. And they say, did you hear me? And I said, I did hear you. I'm trying to honestly answer your question. I didn't know exactly how I'm doing, and I was going to tell you honestly how I'm doing. That's an American thing, by the way. It's when I talk to some foreigners uh, from most other countries. Uh, the ones that I talk to are like the Scandinavian countries and some of the German com- uh, countries. The white, white countries. Well, I don't... <laughs> That's, that's as foreign as I'm willing to go, you know, because I'm, you know, such a, you know, racist honky. <laughs> they say. Anyway, so I talk to these uh, people when they come over and they visit and we, we know them through mutual friends or foreign exchange, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they, they always make fun of, of, uh, of Americans because they always say, I ask my friends, how are you doing? And they go, great. And then, and then sometimes I try to mess with them and go, are they really great? Tell me what's great. And then they go, oh, I was just making small talk. And they go, well, we don't have small talk. In our country, mm-hmm. when somebody asks how you doing, they genuinely want to know how you're doing. It's kind of funny in America; they just say that's fine. My favorite is "What's up?" Now, when I say "What's up," what do you say? The ceiling, the no, rent. No, no, no. Okay, what does everybody but the price Jen, of gas? What does everybody else say? My blood pressure. When I say "What's up," you can almost say it right before they do, or say it at the same time. Actually, I did that, and I ticked off all my friends until they stopped doing it. I said, hey, "What's up?" And they go, and I go, "Not much." Yeah, that's what I thought. Because when you say what's up, it's almost impossible to answer it in any other way. What's up? Not much. Or if they're really not listening, you say, what's up? Fine. How you doing? They're not listening. Yeah, they're not listening at all. I don't listen when so people anyway, talk. So how are you doing, Bill? Uh, hold on. <clears throat> you know what? I'm okay. I got nothing to complain about. No legitimate complaints. Been better, been worse. A C S E. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know the, I'm not sweating the small stuff, but in, in, in general, big picture, I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. How are you? No, I'm fantastic. Fantastic? Fantastic. Why are you fantastic? I'm peachy. Oh, you're peachy. That's cute, too. Okay, well, we've got a great show, and we promise. No, no, it's great because it's not going to trigger any arguments. Oh, this is going to trigger so many people. Everything uh, that comes out of our mouths should trigger somebody. So there's a chat room, and we think that if anybody can handle us, our our shallow end of the gene pool uh, back and forth, our innocuous blathering voice noise, mouth noise, verbal diarrhea is really not going to get under the skin of anybody. And if they disagree, they're just going to say, oh, Bill, you're so full of it. And that's really to the extent. And then I talked about Mormons and how they all have, you know, a thousand wives. And boy, howdy, did that. that I had no idea there was a Mormon in the crowd. And quite frankly, and this is not to uh, placate anybody or try to explain myself. I'm not a politician. Mm. But when I was in Hawaii, 
uh, and I was getting, you know, beat up verbally and physically by the Hawaiian uh, 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 <laughs> contingency, the people that I could always ha count on were Mormons because, well, they were the only other whites in the class. So we just kind of we kind of gathered together like, a, you know, for survival, like the last few uh, Rice Krispies when you're mm -hmm. when you're done in the bowl, they, they clean together and like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, two come to mind in particular, Chris Pratt. And uh, no, yeah, there was another Chris Pratt, not the guy mm -hmm. that's, he didn't grow up to be uh, one of the Avengers. And uh, Brad Buckles. Mm -hmm. And they were, they were fantastic people. And they are among good, the fantastic. Good, strong Mormon names. Exactly. If, if, if Canadian was a religion, they'd probably all be Mormons. They're just, they couldn't be more uh, nice, polite, civilized, very friendly. And it was very surprising. Except for when they get home and beat all their wives. <laughs> That must be a full-time job. If you're a wife beater and a Mormon, you have got to be like an Iron Man ball. shape. Good because like, hold on. After I beat, after I beat Shirley, I'm coming after you, Martha, because you didn't have such a good day either. And after Martha uh, is, uh, <laughs> what's another girl's name? Jen. And after Jen is Jen too. Can you imagine marrying a, a second wife with the same first name? My oh, ex-husband did it. That's a that's a terrible thing. My ex-husband do divorced me and married what another a, Jen. What a pain in the butt it must be to have several wives because names. you got se several it's girls. Not Nagging you and riding your butt and trying to ask you how was work today, honey. I'm like, I just told wife number one and two how my just day ask was. Her. Yeah, answer the first one and then just trust that the uh, that the phone tree takes care of the rest. So you can, I think you, you that can, you can get dinner and and then I, you can split I think the dinner duties. Should be one aware. of the wives. said duty. <laughs> I think everyone should be aware that this show is not the place to come for information or facts. Yes. Oh that my is God. Not what we do. If here. you say I heard the other day on Uncommon Sense that this was the truth, just just say, dude, you just need stop. to go to another water cooler. Just stop. But I we do try to be serious in some cases. Oh um, yes. Th and this one leapt out at me, and I said a lot of people Jumped. need to hear this, uh, especially Jumped off the page. People, it just leapt off the page, especially if you're in an area where there's a lot of meth okay okay <clears throat> it says so that'd be back home word to the wise and i'm just i'm speaking to anybody that has that happens to be associated with meth uh in their lives okay uh don't flush your meth down the toilet okay and so that, yeah i've heard a lot about that. that on the internet so and uh, and i would imagine uh that this normally happens or exclusively happens if the uh if, if johnny johnny law is knocking at your door and you got a whole lab full of meth and they're you know they're on their way to kicking in the door mm -hmm. and serving you a, a mm -hmm. search warrant and you, what, what are you going to do how else are you going to get rid of drugs you flush them down the toilet well they say not to do that uh it's a warning coming out of the loretta police department in tennessee oh after, thank you <clears> tennessee <laughs> Rocky Top, after investigators said they caught someone attempting to flush methamphetamine along with several items of paraphernalia down the toilet. And apparently it is uh, getting into the water system. And then when, when birdies uh, go into the stream to take a bath and, uh, and hydrate themselves, they and get on the, the meth. Fish. And then they're birdies on meth. And then they have to go to a meth rehab for animals. And uh, in addition to birds, and this is why I really wanted to uh, read this aloud uh, to you children. Yeah, they said if the water headed downstream, it's going to create meth gators. So, tonight on Fox, right after Sharknado 5, is meth gators. <laughs> is that what a meth gator would sound like? Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Yeah. I don't think that's what a gator sounds and like at all. I, I heard it, and I saw <clears throat> a really cute comment underneath it, and I was about to tell Jen what the comment <laughs> was, and then she beat me to it. Like, she was the one that made the comment. She's like, what do you got to worry about? They're not going to have any teeth. Ha-pa-pow! It's that's that's just that's that's what I know about meth. Yeah, and that's, that's what I know about meth people. Yeah, I just he, the part that bothers me about that is that they're saying attempting to, so they caught him attempting. I said, to hold on flush. a second. Think of the animals. So, and so the guy's basically, like, the cops are at the door. He's got all of his meth in the toilet, but they got to him before he had a chance to hit the plunger. 
That's plunger. When, yeah, that's a plunger. When, that's why you train your cat to flush the Luckily, toilet. Luckily, it was one of those old toilets. You train your dog to flush the toilet. Yeah. That way you were like, the you, you cops gotta, are wrapping you up. You'd be like, Fido, flush. Yeah. And his meth wife was like, gotta jiggle it. You, you gotta, gotta jiggle, jiggle it. You gotta it. jiggle it. And the cop says, come on, guys. There's gonna be some meth gators that we're gonna have to contend with. And who needs that? Meth gators. And uh, the, the yeah. official down in Loretta County said, they've had enough methed up animals the past few weeks without our help. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just what? get... I said they had enough methed up animals the past few weeks without our help. Okay? So... <clears throat> huh? Yeah, they're, they're going down the Tennessee River, down to north, out, out, northern Alabama. So when Roll Tide meets the volunteers of Alabama, there's going to be a bunch of meth heads and animals in the, in the community. Should be a lot of fun. I, uh, this Saturday, 3.30 I want to hear more about these other <clears throat> meth, methed up animals. Well, uh, they, they're actually... Uh, oh, she uh, punched up... She. Jen punched up an <laughs> earlier article when it, she heard Alabama it. past few weeks. She was thinking, this isn't breaking. This is something that has, is developed. This is going on. This official in Tennessee said, we've been having problems for weeks. So she was looking mm-hmm. it up and found that uh, they're actually putting some of these animals in rehab to get them off meth. There's a giant snake in Australia. They said it took him weeks to get it off the meth. Can you imagine a wild animal, a bird, which I, I, I know, except for ducks. I don't know why I have excused ducks, but birds are evil. I think ducks are just adorable. I think it's the whole thing with the mother and all the chicks walking across the street and all the traffic slamming on their brakes and going, come on, little duckies. Birds, they're terrible. And I'm not just because the, I've seen the Alfred Hitchcock movie too many times. I just know that they, the only thing, the only reason why they haven't taken over the world is they haven't, they, they have bird brains and they haven't, you know, uh, gathered together and exercised their First Amendment rights to gather and uh, and, and get together and organize because uh, otherwise we'd, we'd all be screwed. So I, anyway. I want to understand more about meth gators though. I need to see what a gator on meth looks. I mean, is that what the movie Crawl is about? Yeah. Is that, is it? Are the gators on meth? Is that why they're so angry and attacking? No, I, I, I think, and for those of you, if anybody sees Crawl, because I'm not going to see Crawl, not in the theater mm-hmm. anyway. If I no. see it, if I see it, it's going to be on cable TV, possibly on TNT or TBS or some yeah. other free basic cable, and it'll be because I, I, I can't find the remote control. I'm like, ah, whatever, I'll see an alligator chew up some folks. But I, um, but Jen, I won the contest, and uh, I'd really like to see how this thing plays out once it comes out. We think it's it's going to be Hollywood's, uh, you know, wagging their finger at the rest of us saying see this is what man-made climate change is doing all the gators are just so messed up because of the global warming that they don't know where they're uh you know where they're supposed to be they don't know if they're supposed to stay in the forest so they, they start to migrate natural food supply. In, into the more populated areas oh yeah or they're mm-hmm. yeah we, we yeah we took up all their natural resources i don't know what alligators eat um uh, typically or you know when all is right with the world i don't know the average diet of a gator Chihuahuas. but apparently we just we just yanked it all away so they're you know they're not eating all their little weeds and plankton so they're like that's it i'm going to the neighborhood and to the subdivision and start chewing on some people and they made a movie out of it and then we're supposed to walk out of the theater going oh my god aoc is right we she really need right. to sign that green new deal she right was right you know it's now. hilarious they just caught a gator in humboldt park in chicago Oh, yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. That is a situation where somebody decided they needed to have a pet gator, and yeah. it got out, That's like and old. then it went into a pond in the middle. So what has that gator been eating on? So they I'm flushed the saying, little gators down Humboldt, the toilet back in the old in days. In Chicago, mm. what has that gator been eating? Okay, you're worried about meth? Mm. 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 No, they're eating... That's a tough little gator. He's been eating bullets. And, and poop. And poop uh, that had been digested by too much uh, deep dish pizza. Be, be so deep the, dish pizza, beware poop, the shit gator. And, and meth. Poop gator. Now, I'd rather see that than meth gators. No, I, I don't want to see it. 
You don't want to see that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Ooh, gators. <laughs> I can see the gator just kind of knocking on the door. And you open up the door, and there's like a little dot of your poop on his nose going, what the hell, man? You know what? I live there. Uh, we got, Can't you okay. flush your toilet somewhere we got, else? We got Alabama people in the audience. Oh, that, are they going to get triggered? No. I happen to know some gators that are not on methamphetamines. They are perfectly... <laughs> Employed, I just want to hear about some of these family gators. These messed up animal stories. <clears throat> Have you met some of these messed up animals? Have you seen the effects of the meth on the animal? And I need to know. And what I, kind I of crocodile hunter guy do you need to be where you can look at a wild animal getting all wild? Which mm. which seems to me like wilding. They're wilding. They're they're wild animals. Literally. But somebody says, wait a minute. There's something extra wild about that animal. I think he's on drugs on and more specifically meth. Yes. We need to look into that. And lo and behold, these druggies, apparently with so many drugs at their disposal, they are, they are being forced to dispose them down the Can you imagine that these criminals the do not care more about the environment? What's that? Can you imagine that these criminals don't care more about the environment? Yeah, I hate druggies, and now they're they're One they're, more they're turning. Why. You might as well be dealing drugs to children. They, the, the gators don't know what's in there. They're just saying this is delicious, and then their teeth start falling out, and, <laughs> and then whatever. And then whatever <clears throat> happens to people on meth, they start losing weight, and they look really fabulous for a minute. Then they start scratching at their face. That's another thing. You know, every time, and and, uh, and Jen explained this to me because I I, I don't know mm. much about drugs in general, but I've seen enough after school specials to you know that there's don't know much. There's, there's something there's something in every after school special, and I've just been inundated with them. I think they're hilarious. My favorite was the alcohol one with Scott Bayo in high school. But every after school special when they when when they get to the end saying, and the moral of the story is don't do drugs that are bad. But each and every one of those specials has what I like to call the honeymoon stage, where the people in question are the class clowns. Mm. They show up to class. They're making everybody laugh. They're making the teacher kind of irritated, but he's making some good points and some good jokes. So the teacher seems to think he's okay. They're the most popular kid. And then you turn. it turns out that that's not all just his genuine personality. It's his personality on drugs or on alcohol. And then like all after school specials, it starts to take over their life. And then they do a little spiral downward. And then they end up in the gutter and mm, then they're like mm. wow you know he he was the life of the party just 20 minutes ago two commercial breaks later he's you know his he, life is in tatters yes and then you know and scott bale and i'll never forget <laughs> that the scott bale he, he's walking down you know with his books you know he's a new man because he's he's off the alcohol and oh no it might have been the pot doesn't matter and then he goes by and then there's his, his old buddy and uh he his says pusherman. hey hey let's go out in the back i got some new stuff come on and Scott Baio in his best Academy Award or Emmy nominated or enemy, uh, Emmy winning moment looks at him straight in the eye and goes, no thanks, and walks away. And the drug is just like, going, what? I thought he was, you know, I thought he was one of my peers. And if I applied some peer pressure, he'd be out smoking a dude with me. And then the credits roll and I'm like, wow, thanks, Chachi. Anyways, so moving on to this one, I, I cannot wait to tell you all this story because I, this, this, all st- this gripe, not started, but most recently got under my skin when that, that lovely little story about this 15-year-old kid that had enough of his older brother, you know, taunting him in the backseat of a road trip, uh, took out a, uh, a tool uh, that was sharp enough to puncture the skin and stabbed him like seven times and said, I would rather go to jail than spend another- Go back to jail. That was it. I'd rather go back to jail than spend, you know, another hour in the backseat of the car. And that's when Jen goes, what? And I go, I know, right? And then the, this, the story took a real twisted turn. Back to jail. 15. He's in and out. And he doesn't fear, fear jail to the point where, like, send me back. 
And I thought, this is the problem of the prisons. There are so many people that are invested in making sure that our prisoners are treated well, that there isn't a single person that gets out of jail that is at all intimidated by the possibility of going back. Now, to me, I think a very uh, well-crafted uh, prison system is if they come out and the judge goes, pull any of that crap again, you're going to go right back in. They're like, oh, yes, sir, I'm not going back in there. I want to go back in jail. Please, I'll do anything you take. I'll do it. work anywhere. That's that is that's the crime and punishment uh, world that I envision. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And this is a story of how messed up it is because we are now so worried about this that uh, well, let's just read it, okay? Well, that's a different story. Two deputies have oh, been okay. no, 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 I down see here. Where you're at. Okay, okay. Right. I'm just trying to follow. I, I put an asterisk in, a, in a little circle. Okay. Two deputies have been suspended after an investigation shows that they taped derogatory signs to the back of inmates at a Florida jail. Well, that sounds nice. They didn't staple it to their back. Yeah. So good for you. Good on you guys. According to internal reports by the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, this is in St. Petersburg. It's across the bridge in Jen's neighborhood. Uh, The deputies taped signs to the inmates back and ordered them to stand with their foreheads against the wall. (gasps) Deputies then instructed other inmates to read the signs out loud. This is a literacy test. They're testing them to make sure that they can read and get a job. That's fantastic. So they're teaching the other inmates. The reports say... Sound it out. Sound it out. The reports say the deputies William Drennan and Kenneth Rowe told investigators they did it to humiliate and degrade the inmates in front of the other inmates. So what? Okay. So it's sign shaming. So I'm like, all right, I got to see these signs. I'll bet they're race related. I'll bet they're homophobic. I'll bet they're just some politically incorrect, just absolutely, I bet it's hate speech. So I read one of the signs. One of the signs said, so, this is the one that made the news. Mm-hmm. So I imagine this is the worst one. One of the signs said something to the effect of, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I can't stop messing with the guards. I'm like, I think I read a book called Dog Shaming going, I ate all of the poop and now I can't eat any more poop because I'm so full. And and I'm thinking, Rose said, oh, according to the report, I'll be suspended 248 hour, 240 hours without pay. Uh, the sheriff uh, said the suspensions were harsh and signaled the officers were close to being fired, but were not because they had spotless records before the incidents. Now, okay, the sign <clears throat> said what again? I'm an idiot. I can't stop messing with the guards, meaning he was he misbehaved. Oh, I would awesome. I wouldn't even be I wouldn't be bothered if this story wasn't even in a prison. If this was a story out of some summer camp where a couple of counselors just had it up to here with these two little shits saying, "All right, that's it. I'm writing a sign and then I'm going to have all the other camp kids read aloud saying, you know, I broke into the cafeteria and stole all the M&Ms or something like that." And that to me, if I was the, uh, you know, the parental unit of one of these little darlings, I'd say, well, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you took care of it in-house instead of just saying, I'm going to tell your mommy and daddy. These are prisoners, which means where they are right now is a direct result of them not being very good people. <laughs> and the guards are trying to find creative ways to make them learn their lesson because God forbid the penal system isn't going to do it. The penal system gives them internet access, cable TV, a weight room, basketball, naps, friendly showers with all their buddies where they where the where the bars of soap are extra slippery wink 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 and it sounds like a big spa and you don't have to work maybe make a couple of license plates so what so when they get released they're like hey i didn't have to worry about where my food was coming from i got a bunk bed three hats mm. it so it's just there's it, one thing about jail though there's always a shortage of bananas there uh, what 
There's a shortage of bananas. Is, shortage is that a bana- Is that a private joke, or am I just supposed to uh, just get the phallic? It. It's true. The phallic reference. It's true. true. So um, the worst. Okay, we're going to assume <laughs> that's the worst. Is that okay? So the guy's messing with the guards. He keeps messing with the guards. I can't stop messing with the guards. So they You're put a sign jail. on his back. How the terrible! The guards are in charge. The guards are like, you know what? Screw <laughs> you. Here you go. Take the sign to his back. It wasn't kick me. It wasn't <laughs> no, that me. It wasn't you know spit on me. It wasn't. It, they didn't do anything harsh to him. It was just read this out loud. I'm an idiot. I'm an I idiot. Won't stop messing with the guards. And these guys got suspended 240 days. Without pay. Without now, pay. Now, usually they always say with pay, you know, pending further investigation. And these two guys, with a spotless record, the sheriff took the time. To, they had a spotless record. They probably said, you know what, if we beat them, we're probably going to get into a lot of trouble. Let's do something that's, eh, it's, we want to get the message across. Literally, the message across. Well, if the, but if, we don't want to get into trouble. And they came up with this harmless. They didn't even give them a pinch. They didn't give him a slap on the hinder. A noogie. They didn't, yeah. Slap I, on the hinder. I wish they just like, look, billy club <laughs> Who him. Who says that? You mess with the guards, you get a billy club to the forehead. You and you're going to get him twice it you no, know, next no time. No, no billy clubs. You're going to use a, a phone book. Everybody, they still have those. No, they, well, they, well, they probably need to find another use for them because they're not going to look up anybody's phone number on them. A bag full Phone of books for you whippersnappers is what we used to do when we wanted to find out somebody's telephone number. Bag full of potatoes. Now I don't even know my phone number anymore. Everything's been automated. Thank you for doing all the thinking for mm. me. All right. What's uh, what's what's Oh, a speaking short? of the automated, my husband's phone spoke to him yesterday for no reason. What do you mean? What did it say? He he was carrying it around and he just oh. was like, oh man, I just slept for four hours. I can't believe I, I just woke up from the longest nap. And then his phone says, welcome to the land of the living. No. No joke. No. No joke. We don't have Alexa or any of those other things. His phone was in his hand and he's just walking. He wasn't doing anything on it, just walking and talking about how long his nap was. And his phone says, welcome to the land of the living. Ugh. And we both froze and looked at each other. I'm like, where did that come from? Was it one of those electronic female voices? Or yes. It, oh, good Lord. Would you like a cup of Folgers crystals? How was your nap? Morning wood. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Crap. All right. Before we go to break, I would love to... Uh, uh, I, I'll, before we break you off. <clears throat> before we give you a break to uh, go, uh, go pee-pees. A uh, Colombian man who looked nervous coming out of his flight in Barcelona, Spain, caught the attention of security officials, not for his actions, but for his very unusual-looking wig. Now, this is definitely a sight gag, so definitely look this up if you have, if you have the means. In well, particular, it's a sight gag. Why are you talking about shh, it? Officials noticed the height of his wig. There's the funny part. First of all, Anybody who has wigs anymore. <laughs> it's 80s hair. You got to tease it up. I mean, you got plugs now. You got you got hair club for men. You got the you got the lotion that you can rub on your scalp. You got bald making its comeback. You got hats. You don't have to make this. When officers approached the 65-year-old man who had just arrived on a flight from Bogota, they asked him to remove his wig. Now, I think that's that's that, that's I think rude. that's an insult. That's like Andy's from Colombia, so it's racist. That's a, and it's a, a chubby girl. That's like asking a chubby girl to remove, uh, you her, know, remove her or girdle. When's the baby due? Okay, so uh, twenty three fifty. Okay, <laughs> and uh, beneath the small toupee, officers found a packet containing five hundred three grams of cocaine glued to his head, worth about thirty three thousand. How many grams glued to his head? Five hundred three grams. Poor old man. You got to look at the the okay, picture. Wait. It looks like he's wearing a, a bad uh, helmet from the forties. <laughs> you should it. be thankful. There are worse ways to be a mule. We'll be back. 
is great with bacon. But then again, what doesn't? You've been listening to Uncommon Sense. Fuse AV, the fusion of today's technology and custom design, making your home audiovisual experience beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. God damn, that's beautiful. We custom design pieces to fit your home and house your components discreetly. Or we can retrofit a piece you already own and love. Honey, how much is this going to cost me? Call us and find out more. Visit musitech.net for more information about Fuse AV. Hi, I'm Bill Freitas. Are you in need of pro audio equipment? I need it! PA systems, compressors, mics, stands, speakers, custom cabinets, new new, new and uh, previously owned with affordable payment options. We promise you need Musitech. M-U-S-I-T-E-C. Musitech! Call and ask for Frank. With over 20 years' experience in the pro AV world, he can help you find the equipment you need. Visit us at musitech.net. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-570-6630. 800-570-6630. That's 800-570-6630. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252 You get great service and you do some good in the world with Patriot Mobile. Sign up for a Patriot Mobile account today. Start saving money, get great coverage, and do a little bit of good because they support companies, organizations, and candidates that you like. It's PatriotMobile.com slash doc. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. You know what makes you feel really good about yourself? Doing something good for somebody else. And if you'd like to do that today, go to JDRF.org. Join them in the fight against type 1 diabetes jdrf.org it's something good you can do for the world jdrf.org welcome back to the uncommon sense show please blame the radio if you hate our show welcome back to uncommon sense with bill and jen i am bill and i'm jen and when we last left you uh there was a gentleman that got busted for hiding uh, 500 and some odd grams of cocaine under his toupee the funny word in this is toupee Toupees actually exist. Toupees are still being manufactured by toupee manufacturers and being sold and, more importantly, bought by people that are still under the impression that no one will know but that not you have mink a chrome dome. Not mink toupees, because that would be cruel. So he's not only a loser because he's wearing a toupee, but now he's busted for trying to smuggle cocaine he under said He had no idea what they were sticking to his head. 
Here's some uh, here's some more uh, news out of Florida. Uh, Florida man is accused of leaving two young children home alone while he went to a strip club. Stop. Early. That's all we need to know. <laughs> this isn't news. No, so it isn't. So a man leaves his kids home while he goes to the strip club. Now. Uh, like that's never happened before. So we're driving uh, along to the studio, the uh, the Mojo uh, Massage Parlor and uh, Country Club locale to uh, do our wonderful award-winning program. And I heard on the local news of the man getting busted. So I said, I need to find that so I can get some details so we can chat about it I must for the know show. More. So I went to the Google and uh, decided I didn't realize and I didn't think that, you know, which which should I which uh, uh, organization news dispensary service uh, I should actually go. So I just Googled some keywords. So I said, dad, kids, strip club, Florida and, and a couple of other words that, uh, that that generally, you know, described the the, uh, the story that I was looking for mm-hmm. over three million hits. So I said, ooh, can we shave that down a little bit? And so I put autism. Thankfully, one of the kids had autism. So I hit autism, broke it down a little bit to maybe three or four hundred. So <clears throat> Calvin Dwayne Guichi, 38, was supposed to. juice. Really? Yeah, it does look juice. Calvin Dwayne juice. juice. So he, oh, I could just see it now. Juice? Yes, juice, but with a G instead of a yes. J. But the rest is spelled exactly like juice. 38 was supposed to be taking care of the kids while her mother was at a bachelorette party. No, 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 no. 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 She was attending her mother's funeral in Georgia. So he's like, wife's out of town. I'm going to go get me some paid talent. But he had children. Oh, wow. that's how kids, kids can spoil a good you time know, it's every hard to find single a time you produce. When you tell them, hey, I just need to hit the strip club for a couple of hours. Can you watch the kids? Yeah, the kids watching the kids. That's a fantastic mm. idea. According to the deputies, Juice spent about four hours at Four Plays Gentlemen's Club in St. Petersburg. That's, that's a spot for the next Florida Mojo Con. That, that is over in uh, Jennifer's territory. Yes, it is. Now, now, Tampa does have its share, in fact, more than its share of the gentleman's establishments but i gotta give it to this one because it's foreplay and you're Mm -hmm. thinking foreplay like first base second base third base sex but they're clever because they spelled it with the number four Mm -hmm. dash play so it's like bill and jen friends forever in st petersburg and had four to five jack and cokes during the time he was supposed to be watching his children. Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said uh, one of the victims, who is severely autistic, this gets less funny, physically disabled and nonverbal, was found mm. in his room wearing a urine-filled diaper. Mm. Now it is just sad and mm-hmm. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement said the disabled child wasn't capable of taking care of himself, you think, and needed constant supervision. Mm. You some of these kids, you can't turn your back on there to answer the phone, let alone <laughs> drop four hours and God knows how much money on a Jack and Coke at a striptease establishment. The other victim, a young girl, was unable to care for him and herself. Juice, who told deputies he worked at the Veterans Administration's hospital. Well, there you go. I, I, I knew they had problems at the VA. I had no idea to what degree. Admitted the children weren't able to take care of themselves and he failed to provide them with the proper care they needed. He was booked into jail and charged with two counts of felony child neglect. You know what really irritates me about this story? We are separating him from From his his children. children. (laughs) The lesson here, 
ladies and gentlemen, is even American citizens, when they break the law, the first order of business is separating them from their children. Mm. It didn't say where the kids were being cared for, but I'm sure it was a government official that did a far better job than either him or her, who happens to be in another state, attending a funeral. There will be a follow-up story. Honey! When the mother of the children came home and beat him. <laughs> Honey, how was the funeral? You sound uh, like you're calling from a real cheap phone. Yes, yes, Well, I and am. the sad part is, is those uh, four to five Jack and Cokes <clears throat> and the strippers he was tipping cost him so much money. And then in addition to that, it was another $2,000 in bail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also mentioned in that story, if I remember correctly, that uh, they wouldn't say how they found out that the children were at home alone oh, while he was right. at the club. Uh, I think one of the strippers gave him up. I think he got drunk and started running his mouth about how the kids were at home while he was having a good time. And so kudos, first of all, <laughs> kudos to the stripper so, that had a conscience. That's right. That's and, right. Because they're just trying to take care of their kids. And that's he, why they're working a poll. And and how big of a loser do you have to be? Now, first of all, you have checked all the boxes of your loser lifestyle, leaving your kids one with loser special needs. Loser lifestyle? What? Juice? Juice. Was not a loser. He's he got the juice. was making it rain. First of all, he's, he's not tending to his children making it rain and thinking some people should not be parents that what he was doing was so cool that he could probably bragged about it to the strippers and then one of the strippers was not no matter how much cash was flashed in front of her overly made up face was good enough to keep her yap shut or it was a neighbor chicks man or the wife had a feeling like the wife called from home and was like, hey, how are the kids doing? And she could hear in the background. Hey, baby, you ready for another lap dance? Oh, I'm fine, honey. I'm fine. The kids are great. Oh, they're both napping. I got to go. Bye. We're doing a two for one. And then you call the police. Excuse me. I think my husband's in a strip club. Well, that's none of our business, ma'am. But my children are with him. For God's sake, what are we going to do about And he the drove children? home drunk, but they didn't, they didn't book him on that one. Speaking of losers, an expert on UFOs said Tuesday he's skeptical people will follow through with their Facebook pledges to storm Area 51. Have you heard about this? This is all over the news. and I, It's the thing. Aren't you going? I'm going. Well, when is it? It's like it's in September. September, yeah. September 20th at yeah. 3 a.m. They even got an well, actual that's, time. That's when you go because that's when the lights are the best. I mean, think about this, would you? Because I do believe, and Jen filled me in on this, because I saw enough little Facebook posts that were joking about it. The memes are everywhere. Storming Area 51. They can't stop us all. Let's bum rest the whole thing. There was even a picture of Jeff Goldblum in short shorts saying, the aliens didn't stop me at 4th of July or Independence Day. They're not going to stop me now. And I just found the whole thing... Well, just so st- silly that there was there, there couldn't possibly be any validity to it. But it started out with a joke, not a joke, but like an outrageous tweet uh, from somebody who was actually taking the term alien and kind of mixing it with mm-hmm. the illegal aliens that are that are being, uh, you know, caged in uh, in other parts uh, uh, along our southern border while they're asylum at the concentration camps. at their constant they're learning yeah. they're, le- they're they're trying to improve their concentration yeah. skills they, pl- they play <clears throat> with a lot of rubik's yes. cubes yeah did you know that you could walk this uh, this is the they're only teaching co- them chess this is the only concentration camp that you could literally turn around and walk the other way and get away and, and get away with it <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't have to go that's that's the weird part about this yeah. kind the jews in back in the the late 30s they didn't have that choice they didn't let them go they're just kind of minding their own business in their own homes and their own jobs and their own families but that that's one of a million differences uh between so but uh listen to you getting political no no, no 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 okay uh more than one million users responded that they will go to top secret military installation on september 20th at 3 a.m with the creator writing they can't stop all of us 
And then the, uh, Jen found this one. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. The event description said referencing a Japanese comic character known for his speed. And Jen said, yeah, that's the uh, Japanese, uh, what's the word called? Well, it's kind of an anime, yeah. Anime, yeah. yeah. Let, let's, Wait, you don't know, but Bill doesn't know what a Naruto is. Let's see them aliens. Nick Pope, who formerly, who, who formerly investigated UFOs for Britain Ministry of Defense. Uh, gosh, you know, who says there aren't any jobs out there? Said on Fox and Friends first that the Facebook event has gotten somewhat out of hand. And he just says, they're not going to go, of course. I just think it shows a huge level of interest on the subject, said Pope, explaining that visitors to Area 51 will be more likely to find drones and next-generation aircraft than UFOs, UFOs or evidence of aliens. And MPs He's assuming they're getting bullets. in. What's that? MPs with bullets. Yeah, Yeah, the whole thing, like, they can't stop all of us. Here's my take on it. Yeah, they can. Mm. Uh, so you know, a bunch of pajama boys going, let's, let's just bum rush the whole thing. Yeah, they're all gonna they're all gonna be stopped. Uh, the social media campaign made national headlines as it grew last week, forcing the Air Force, which has better things to do, mm. believe me, that runs the installations to respond and caution UFO enthusiasts against traveling to the area. Area 51 is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces. The U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets, meaning you get too close. Even if it's against Americans. We're going to have to take care of some business. That's why what we need to do is redirect the illegal aliens to Area 51. Right. I believe that's what it is. That million people at the border need to just be redirected to that area mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. To knock over those fences let's see how that goes and he says if anything alien related was ever if anything alien related excuse me was ever at area 51 it's probably long gone since the site has been heavily connected to conspiracy theories area 51 is a facility near groom lake nevada run by the air force whose operations are highly classified i love that and has been linked to alien conspiracy theories since the testing of a spy plane in 1955 in which the central intelligence agency first shed light on the military detachment now i saw a documentary on netflix of a scientist who Mm -hmm. was working at area 51 who swears that they were deconstructing alien technology without a doubt he was swearing it and it was on netflix and this has been going on for decades he has been saying i was there they had us working on this stuff it was energy and things that there's n- it was no way it was man-made and our job was to pull it apart and figure out what made it work i just don't understand okay and everything I, I, on netflix is real I, <laughs> this guy seemed legit as a matter of fact well he, he wasn't smoking was he because he, netflix is not going to put him on the air and, if he decides for, to light up a cigarette for work now he makes his own fireworks what? Isn't that interesting? Is, is that real? That. Yeah, he makes his own fireworks now. <laughs> okay, so on the Netflix special, yeah. they interviewed this because guy. Because he's a chemist. He to... works with chemicals, so he makes his own fireworks. So aside from trying to blow the whistle on the whole alien conspiracy yeah. out of Area 51, yes. he also makes his own fireworks. Yeah. That's cute. That's how he pays the bills now. Everyone needs a hobby. And well, the government shows up and raids him every couple of years, apparently. Well, I need to find his uh, his information because next 4th of July, there are rumors because of the trade, uh, you know, oh, yeah. uh, war that yeah, we're having yeah. with Chinese. They're going to say, well, you you blow up your own mateys next 4th uh, of July. We know how July. to do that here no, yeah. in the United States. Yeah, we got people, we got alien people that can what, do it. What how I would love... You, ooh, alien technology and fireworks. Them's a pretty good, uh, good show, I would imagine. What I love about that article is that the Brit... 
that they were speaking to yes. us like there's nothing alien at area 51 because they never told us Brits yeah. about it. They said if they found aliens, they the, certainly would have told us the about it. Ego on this guy. Those limeys. Just because we can keep something a secret from the queen. Yeah. He yeah. knows everything about aliens. Nothing about a straight set of teeth. Yeah. Okay. Now speaking of the, the good old days, I just, I just, I thought this was very interesting. Um, in, in, uh, Jen thought it was, depressing and it wasn't depressing i just thought it was very interesting because a lot of people have to prepare if you're you know if you're a diligent you know detail oriented person you have to you have to prepare for any and all uh you know possibilities or conclusions and uh, as we were celebrating the 50th year of apollo 11 making its way uh, to the moon uh there was a story that came out that there was a letter that uh, uh, that President Nixon had constructed in the event that when they made it to the moon they died, or they didn't make, or, it or they, or there was just something wrong with the rocket and they couldn't, you know, they couldn't lift off, and then they were just going to be left there to suffocate or starve to death or something like that. And I'm thinking, well, oh, of, yeah, of no, course, no, that's they not would. depressing at all. That's not a terrible. It's thought. not depressing because it didn't happen, but it, you just you have to prepare for it. So there was a speech that was discovered, not discovered. It's always been in the presidential library, but you know, because of the uh, the anniversary, uh, they they had it, and, and it's very brief. And uh, it, it, it goes as follows. Fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. Oh, my gosh. These brave men, Neil Armstrong That's and terrible. Edwin Aldrin, know that there is no hope for their recovery. But they also know that there is hope for mankind in their sacrifice. Oh, my gosh. And it's called Abandoned on the Moon. <clears throat> Either have to start it up or commit suicide. These two men, th- this not in there. They, this, is, this is what they're... They, the notes that they were taking, they were either they were either abandoned or they have to, they're going to starve to death or kill themselves. I I would imagine they got uh, one of those little pills, one of the the cyanide pills. I, mm-hmm. I'll bet they did. I'll they bet didn't they talk did. About it. These two men are laying down their lives in mankind's most noble goal. I'm going to do my Nixon now. Mm-hmm. The search, the search for truth and understanding. Uh, that was uh, awful already. Others will. Fo- I'm doing kind of Walter Cronkite. Yeah, others will follow, and you know I'm just going to do me, and surely find their own way home. And uh, these men were the first, and they will remain the foremost in our hearts. Uh-huh. Sorry, everybody. They're dead. That's, they're not dead. So. But all of a sudden, they said, hey, Mr. President. Guess they're, what? They're back. Well, they had And he's this, like, well, I'm just going to tear this up and say, congratulations, moment. boys. They had this moment of radio silence where, and they were talking about it on CBS this morning. Of course, they've been running all these uh, specials, and I hate that show now. I just hate it. And I, <sighs> I but my husband watches it, so I'll like. Be, well, they got some good fluff I'll stuff. Be, I'll be passing in and out of the room as I'm making this, him breakfast or cleaning the house. My favorite is the CBS This Morning Almanac, where uh, they just kind of pick just a day in history moment. and say, you know, today the the, well, post, the post-it note, you know, was 25 years ago today, and well, they put post-it. When they and they, they did their story on it, it was focusing on that the fact that there is conflict between who was first to step on the moon and who was the second and did you think you should be the first and all this kind of oh yeah that was just trying to have it be yeah they were they were baiting buzz aldrin but buzz Buzz aldrin is the guy that speaks his mind so they always thought if anybody can get candid and 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 basically go off the reservation and just say what was really on his mind is racist you can't say that he's just he's just a crotchety old man is what it is what did i say you said off the reservation you can't say that that's all right uh you gotta gotta watch these things we're gonna aoc is gonna be calling us and and pelosi and people um the uh the moment of radio silence when where they were supposed to land they found out was not a safe place to land and they decided to land someplace else so, so 
it had... took them longer to land with about two seconds worth of fuel left. Yes. And everybody was just waiting to find out what happened. And, you know, you could see it was Cronkite and the other guy that are just, you know, they're just waiting. They're sweating it out. The and whole world is watching. They're showing, you know, fake videos of this is what the landing should look like and this is what should be <laughs> happening right now, but we aren't hearing from them and we don't know if they're alive. And at that moment, this was pressed into the president's hand as possibility that they were there and they were trapped. And luckily he just said, okay, I'm going to put this down and I'm going to give me, I'm going to give me the good letter. Give me the congratulatory letter. The happy one. And honestly, it was kind of one of those things, you know, and I was one, so I, I remember bits and pieces of it, but Seriously. Uh, typically I know I don't. Um, it's, it's one of those things that you look and you almost have to try, <laughs> excuse me, oh, and you right. almost have to convince yourself what a big deal it actually was because since that day you know with star trek and star wars and you know there's a there's a shuttle going off every couple of days it seems anymore with nasa and uh we're we're, we're more concerned with a big asteroid hitting us and, and, and space travel seems like it's old news you, you know you got these rich billionaires with nothing better to do than to build their own rocket ship and go up and now we're going to go to mars and they're going to go somewhere else mm-hmm. this 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 one-of-a-kind unprecedented journey to basically go to something that is in fact moving at about 2300 miles an hour so you can't just point and shoot Mm -hmm. and then hope that it's just going to land there there was so much engineering and so much calculus from the earth to the moon that hbo like miniseries i think did a bang up job of just of going through all the chapters and all the facets and all the peripherals of all the people that were involved and just how much how much things could go wrong and uh, i think that like cronkite before the thing said or before it lifted off, and it, it may not even been a, Apollo 11. It was one of the earlier Apollos. It took 11 uh, uh, missions to actually go through it. The entire thing. They said, you know, there is like a like a million things have to happen right. Okay, so he did some quick math and saying, meaning that if uh, the mission, and I, I'm all wet with the numbers, but it's, it, it it gives the point. It's like so if the if the mission was 99.9 percent right and 0.1 percent wrong, that means 7,000 things went wrong, mm-hmm. and they're probably going to die. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many different ways to die. And and the, in the CBS, they did a good job. CBS did a good job. They covered the uh, the spacesuits that were put together by the people that made oh, the girdles. The, the women. The women that the made women, the... The women, hashtag me too, that were forced to... Women. What, what role did women they play said, hey, maybe in you the can, landing on the, can you on the knit? moon? Can, can you, you make... take this material that they used to make girdles You're and, a girl. and help can you... make the insides of the of the uniforms so, i was surprised the interviewer if you, just, if you screw up guess what we're gonna do we're gonna poke you with a pin yes we're gonna take they abused away, them we're gonna take you away your it frying was a pan sweat shop and make you and make that's you, where the women contributed yeah the women were part of the space landing too they made the clothes yeah they did a great job on that show <laughs> they, they what what they what? didn't they turn everything into something oh oh but wait you social know what? justice but crap. i was but i was waiting for them and they didn't say this i was waiting for the interviewer going now, was there a part of you that, that were offended that they asked a bunch of women to do the sewing? They didn't ask that question. They didn't bait the poor women. The, poor, the women were just like proud oh, as that's, that's what makes it good broadcasting because it's inferred. Was it really inferred? I didn't get that. Well, they, you they, just, well, that's they show these old ladies women. going, you yeah. Well, as a woman, I heard the inference. Oh, okay. So your woman ears hears a lot of things that my yeah. dumb, dumb man Well, you know, did. that's like just you speaking just now. I heard you say, God, you look fat in those pants. I did not. You did. That's what you inferred. <laughs> oh, so what we're going to do today? We're going to fight? 
<laughs> so it's it's a it's a it's a it's an amazing it keeps things fresh. It's an absolutely amazing thing, and a lot of people don't realize because it was all about uh, you know Kennedy's speech, and nobody likes Nixon, and nobody so very few people actually realize that they landed on the moon while and we're all uh, going, President Nixon was in the White House. Hail, hail! We landed on the moon. In the same breath, the liberals are making fun of Space Force. Yeah, see, I don't understand. Well, they. They made fun. Of, they poked fun at Space Force, but you know if they're, you know, we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight in space. We're gonna fight on the land, on the water, in the air. Why not in space? We gotta protect ourselves everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's all fine. Because the Russians, the Russians aren't doing it because they can't afford it. Anyways, next. Okay, speak. Uh, getting, getting back to the uh, uh, the aliens. So many ways. We're going from space aliens to the illegal aliens, and this is a feel good story of all feel good. He'd like good. to feel it. Oh, I, I saw a picture. Um, Apparently, attractive people come in all shapes and sizes and backgrounds and careers, including Border Patrol agents. There's this female... Stop him if you've heard this story. A female Border Patrol officer has gone... Well, you want me to stop? No, keep no. going. A Border Patrol I officer... I just don't know. I have to read A female Border Patrol officer has gone viral with social media users dubbing the woman hashtag Ice Bay. B-A-E. B-A-E. For those of you not in the know, Jen had to tell me that it's Bay is the new thing for uh, boo or girl that you like to bang. I don't know. What, 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 sure, what, it's a let's nickname? Let's go with that. All right, yeah. fine. Okay, Ice Bay. Hashtag I-C-E-B-A-E. And then boom. Welcome to a, a feast for the eyes, you know, mm-hmm. an account of her dolled up appearance. Holy shit, I think I'm coming down with a case of undocumentation, wrote at Vibe High on Twitter. See, some Twitter users are, are funny. hilarious. We know you are. Unfortunately, you have, to, you have to delve through an awful lot of scum to get through those, mm-hmm. you know, those, those nuggets. And the of, scum is, the, the, is the problem with this, because now that she's confirmed her account and confirmed that yep. she is who... They say it is. Yeah, that one of the agents my photo Monday along with a video posted, Ice Bay could detain me for however long she wants. The female officer was providing security for Vice President Mike Pence during his recent border visit when she was photographed. Standing outside the holding cell, a Twitter account reportedly belonging to the woman surfaced early Monday and identified her identified her as Kiera Cervantes of Texas. A video was posted later that afternoon claiming the page was authentic. She says, I just woke up. Saw that I needed to make a video so y'all could believe that that's me, said the woman purporting herself to be Cervantes. It's me. I'm a customs officer based in Texas, and yeah, I don't know what else to say. The woman later posted a message saying that she was in awe by all the attention she was receiving, some of which has been very negative. She's surprised that she's getting negative on Twitter. Oh, uh, well, sure. Now, I mean, honestly, most of us are just living our lives and doing our jobs, and then you put something out there, and then everybody's like, you... Because of you, I am offended. It's like, what the hell did I do to you? Thank you. Cue the lisp. This country is a mess. We are praising and trending hashtag Ice Bay when she is literally a guard at a concentration camp. Wrong. Guarding children in cages. Wrong. Wrong. Ripping families apart at the border. Wrong. Wrong. See one Twitter user. Another one. You're all sick, honestly. Ice Bay is actively aiding in the internment of men, women, and children. Wrong. Without trial or even so much as humane living conditions. Wrong. She, along with every other officer going along with this, is a traitor to the very ideas of justice and freedom. Wrong. But Cervantes wasn't paying any mind to her haters and instead focused on the support she's been receiving. She is a gem. A gem. She's a winner. 
My job is so hectic at this moment, but I am grateful. I love protecting my country, and I love my supporters. The agent's been answering questions throughout the day from both fans and people. She actually answered these snowflakes like they could be reasoned with, poor thing. So she's she's she, she's a little naive. She's a girl. Responding to a poem, who, a person who <laughs> called her literal. There, there's a lot of people using the word literal, and uh, apparently they're all on Twitter. Literal scum and shamed her for being Hispanic. That's not racist at all. I don't think that's what they meant. Adding her parents were going to dis... Cervantes tweeted, I think that's really rude and naive for you to say. You have no idea who my parents are and no idea what goes into my job on a daily basis. You're, uh, God bless her. She's trying to like... <laughs> like the Twitter guy's going to go, you know, you make a lot of good points. I'm sorry. I, mm-hmm. I acted out of emotion and I didn't think first. And you really gave me a good lesson to look before I leave. Before speaking, I love... Here's some advice that I wish I could give to a large section of this country. Before speaking on something you know nothing about, don't. The end. Mm -hmm. Regardless, I'm blessed and thankful for the career I have. Replying to a tweet from a former Daily Caller editor and columnist Scott Greer. What a stupid name for a stupid guy. Who called her a Latina concentration camp guard. Ugh. Well, at least he respected her heritage. I can't agree title. with concentration camps, but this station in particular isn't meant to be a holding facility, hence the overpopulation of aliens. We're doing our best, but some people won't ever understand. They don't know the daily of what my job consists of. Amen, sister. I am a huge fan of uh, hashtag something bay. Ice Bay. Ice Bay, right. So ice Officer. Ice I, Bay. So. Remember we had all those ice raids this week? Yes. Just raiding and raiding. Just pulling people out of their Unlawfully beds. into families' homes for no reason, <laughs> ripping children out of mother's arms and... <laughs> <laughs> it's been all over the news. Yeah. Okay. The facts are they've been finding criminals that aren't supposed to be in this country. The end. That's the end facts. of the story. That's it. That's facts it. are annoying. Oh, facts are racist. No, 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 no. You Math know, is You racist. can't be in the squad if facts are your thing. No, it's, it's, what she's saying right there, she's just making the point that these facilities are not meant to hold people for this long. They're not meant to hold this many people. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to do? The people are there. The process is being held up by Congress and the laws that haven't been fixed or changed yet, where do we put them? What do we do? We have to wait 30 days before they go through a process. And they don't have to come. They don't. They don't have to And they don't have to stay. There is 100%. And life has no guarantees, but I'm going to throw one at you right now. Anybody, any illegal alien that might be listening to the show, take heed. Look. One hundred percent of the time, we love you. We don't know where you're coming from. We don't know what you're going through. We got no problem with you. We have a problem with you breaking the law. Yeah, we love you, and we love your children. But if you don't want to be separated from your children, don't come. There you go. Or or go to the port of entry. Port, port of, of entry, entry illegal. Well, that's just legal. It. Go These the legal These facilities are at the port of entry. They're overrun. Yeah, they just have too much. All right, real quick, I want to end it off on a positive note. A Minnesota City Council on Monday reportedly agreed to reinstate the Pledge of Allegiance at meetings weeks after the group sparked a widespread and highly reaching backlash by removing the pledge's recital. Officials from St. Louis Park unanimously voted to reinstate the pledge. I've concluded that I made a mistake, and I'm sorry, and I'm asking for forgiveness. City Council member Steve Halifan said in a meeting, congratulations, you woke up something good out of Minnesota. America! Omar this and Omar that. I just wanted to say something positive about Minnesota. Now I don't hate the Vikings so much. That's all the time we have. On behalf of Jennifer Torres, I am Bill Freitas. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. 
Fuse AV, the fusion of today's technology with custom design. Ease your business into the 21st century while retaining your company's style and branding. We custom design audiovisual solutions for businesses big and small. You'll be so successful your wife will finally quit her job and make sandwiches like she's supposed to. Ow! Educated in sound engineering with decades of experience, visit Musitech.net. Visit Musitech.net for more information about Fuse AV. Hi, I'm Bill Freitas. Are you in need of pro audio equipment? Oh, I need it! PA systems, compressors, mics, stands, speakers, custom cabinets, new, new, new and you uh, previously owned with affordable payment options. We promise you need Musitech. M-U-S-I-T-E-C. Musitech! Call and ask for Frank. With over 20 years' experience in the pro AV world, he can help you find the equipment you need. Visit us at musitech.net.